Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the More Money Show comes in. If you're ready to have more money, create more freedom and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and I have back with me Adam and Vanessa Lambert of Be The Wellness, B-E-E, thewellness.com. So welcome back, guys. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having us, Cassie. Yeah, thanks. Cool to be back. (laughs) I'm I'm super excited about this interview because, of course, we were laughing and talking before about all the awesome stuff that's going on. And uh, so, but we're going to start here. Adam, what is awesome? (laughs) Oh, let me count the things that are awesome. Well, it's funny. We were we were just talking about how this is always a hard question for me, but but it in reality, it's I think it's because it's it's getting like so many things are awesome that it's getting harder to tell like what's the most awesome. You know what I mean? And it sounds and it's not just oh our life is you know all rainbows and you know unicorns or whatever. That but I think what the big thing for me is that there's just a shift in my mindset around. Um, around just that, like how I look at what's going on for the day. So, you know, this morning we were late for yoga, so we didn't get to go, but we came home and I got some work done. So that's awesome. You know, you could look <laughs> right? at it like, there was, you know, some epic failure in our morning that threw everything off. But in reality, I got a good workout in and I got, you know, some stuff done. So I think to, to sum it up, I think what's really awesome is just the shift in the way that I'm looking at things. Oh, that's so awesome. Because that's everything, right? That is a very good one. I know. Yeah. And it's it's like broad spectrum. And I think that's the, the part that is kind of surprising to the way that my brain works. Like you look at one thing, you're like, okay, well, I'm going to be working on my money story and sorting out these things. And then all of a sudden you're like, no, this is pretty much everything in my life. You know, We can be late <laughs> to something and miss it and skip something and see that and see what's awesome in that versus yeah. you know, getting bummed out. Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah, right. I know. Usually it's like, oh, and then you have to follow up with uh, Vanessa. But now, Vanessa, you have to follow that. What's awesome in, in yeah. your world. <laughs> I know. That is a tough one. Um, you know, I think actually something, and I, I, I totally agree with what Adam's saying. I just want to, you know, almost reiterate, not reiterate, but just say that I totally feel that as well, what he's mm-hmm. talking about. And I totally feel it for our life in general, which is, I think what is so cool about all of this work and everything that we've been doing is that it all just feels so awesome. But in particular, there's a couple of things that feel really awesome to me. One is, um, we bought my nephew, my youngest nephew, a ticket to go to NASA space camp for his birthday. And, and it just, What's awesome about that is so many things. And, and that is that like financially we can pull it together and do that. Um, we have our family that will pitch into and make it work. And it just really kind of, to me, signifies a place that we've come to in our life, which is like, we can really do things for people and we can really like make a difference in the people that we love lives. And so which is like really at the end of the day, you know, money is great for the things it can buy you. And, Mm -hmm. but it's even more awesome for what it can do for the people you love. And so I think for me this week has been really fun just 
feeling like, yeah, we can make that happen for him, which gives him an opportunity mm -hmm. to explore a piece of his brain and heart and soul and what he might potentially want to create in his life. And I just feel so much gratitude about being a conduit for that and, and having access to something that can make a difference for him. Oh, that is so awesome. Yes. <laughs> so awesome. I love both answers, obviously. Double down with the philanthropy. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's funny though because it's something that um, you know we talk about this obviously in in your program with the future self thing and getting it being crystal clear on what that future self does and there's it's something that's like it's a work in progress for me of really figuring a lot of that stuff out but there's mm -hmm. something that has stuck with me for a long time I heard it in a podcast and that was Jamie Fox I want. Pretty sure it was on Tim Ferriss's podcast, maybe. And Jamie Foxx was talking about his relationship with Robert Downey Jr. And apparently they're really close friends. And he was talking about this number of years that they went through where they just bought each other ridiculous Christmas or birthday gifts. And so they get invited to each other's birthday parties or whatever. And it was just year on year of like, oh my God, what's he going to get me? And Jamie Foxx was telling uh, the story about buying him a pony, you know, and like showing up at Robert Downey Jr.'s house with a pony and something about that and like the ability to just do stuff like that for your friends and be able to buy and I get well, buy for lack of a better term, you know, things that just are fun, you know, like you don't think about, you're not worried about the financial piece of it. You're not worried about it. You're like, you know, And I think that that's like an aspect guy, you know, that does that yeah. shows up with a pony. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> that's who you want to be. Right. And I love, yeah. yeah, I love all of that because, um, I think part of it cut out. Will you say it again about being that guy? Oh man. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> if it's not if it's not if we can't yeah, know yeah. what it's like. Nope. Are you there? Uh, yeah, I'm still here. Oh, okay. I think the video, the internet is just giving us a little bit of a fit. Yeah, we just shut off our video, so hopefully it gets a little better. Cool. The recording light stopped flashing, but now it's back. <laughs> so um, the thing. Oh. Go ahead. We're just talking about giving ponies and like showing up with awesomeness in people's lives. <laughs> Yeah. And the, so the thing that's like really attractive about that to me is like, that seems like a, like a fun way to be in the world. Like just yeah. to be that guy that when he shows up, you just don't know what he's going to bring, you know, <laughs> or to be, able to, to be able to just do that. It like, it just lights me up inside to be able to, to, to do things like that for people, you know, and it's, it's part of one of the, the things in my future self and the project that we picked kind of early on was this trip taking my nephew to Europe, you know, and or in this kind of round the world trip that eventually shrunk back to just going to Europe. <laughs> but the ability, like the thought that I'm the guy that could do that for someone mm -hmm. is like fires me up. You know, it's something that I get a lot of enjoyment out of and it makes me excited, you know, and yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. That's awesome. And I think that I, when uh, Vanessa was talking, I definitely remembered that moment. I'm like, oh, A, because your families are so important. But I thought back to that, like that very first assignment and it was like, okay, what really lights you up? Right. Because um, mm -hmm. I think in the beginning, I don't know, it was like, I don't even know, remember what your $10,000 list, but it didn't, there was no energy. There was no fire until we hit that 
round the world trip with yeah. your nephew. Yeah. Yeah. It was mostly, and it's all still things that, that original list is all still things that I want, like, you know, right? but as far as the point of the program of getting that feeling, getting to know that feeling of being excited, like truly excited about something like that. Uh, you're right. It didn't shift until we got, and I was like, Oh no, like this is, this is the feeling that we're looking for, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. So fun. So um, you guys recently did the future self workshop. So um, whoever wants to share first, what did you say was the biggest thing that came out of that? Aha, whether it was an aha, clarity, just seeing something. I think the big thing for me was the scripting as if things had already happened mm -hmm. and just the shift in your mind around the way that you think about things when it's in the past it creates this pathway where it's for sure because it's in the past. It already happened, right? So this yeah. the scripting that we did in that process of just shifting the way that you think about things almost gets rid of that little question in your mind of whether something could be real or not or whether or not that's something you could create by, by actually writing it as if it's already happened. And I think that was a huge shift for me. And I've continued to not only script and write things in that way, but actually just think in that way. And I think that that really has made a huge difference because if you sort of compare and contrast thinking about it as if it's already happened to even like positive thinking or law of attraction or any of these other kind of things that you think about um, in order to attract what you want, there's still a difference. There's still a vibrational undertone of whether or not it's real. And when you think about it as already happening or ha having already happened, it just becomes like, no, it's a hundred percent. This, this is real. It already happened. And I, I really took that one away and ran with it and was like, oh yeah, that's just one more little sort of leg up you can get on the way that your mind works and the way that you can really create things from a place of knowing that it's actually a hundred percent true. Yes. I love that explanation. Um, cause it is, it's true. It's that you, you literally think about it different. If it's already happened, then you're sort of like, I really want it. I'm believing it, but there's still, maybe this, is it going to happen? Yeah. And I think that, you know, we, we tend to give ourselves like a little escape route sometimes. And I think we do it to keep ourselves safe so that if it doesn't happen, we're not disappointed. Um, I think we try to protect ourselves. And so we kind of keep it like, oh yeah, I really, really hope this happens. But if it doesn't, you know, that's okay too. Cause you don't want to get your hopes up. You don't want to be disappointed and all, you know, all those things. But I think that somewhere in the blend of that, you sort of create energy around it where you just don't really believe it or you, you know, it's not really, really real. So I think just shifting the context of, of it being in the past just really helps you solidify that it is real and it, it, and it has happened. And it's just, yeah, it's a really cool, super small tweak, but the implications are really far reaching. Love it. How about you, Adam? Um, well, a similar, similar situation with the scripting, but for me, one of the things that that is difficult or that I've realized is difficult for me to do is to map out these future self ideas and lay these things out in a way that, that kind of keeps the, the, the spark and sort of the energy of it while I'm, while I'm going through it. Mm -hmm. If I'm writing it in future tense, 
there's this massive tendency for me to start second guessing and poo-pooing any of the reasons why I wouldn't be able to actually do that. Um, where in writing about it past tense, writing it like a story, the story of, you know, of me, I don't do that. It's like, mm-hmm. it, it just, for whatever reason, it just lets me write as however ridiculously off the wall I want to as a story about something that happened as opposed to something that I'm going to do. And that has been really helpful in just even the way that I think about, you know, individual projects that we might be working on. I can start at the top and work backwards of, you know, how did this go down? Not how is it going to go down? And that that's been helpful in all sorts of ways, you know, I mean, in in all sorts (laughs) of, um, I guess, applications, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that that is the, like, that's the power of it. Cause you're absolutely right. When it's like, Oh, this is going to happen writing it in the future, your brain, it just throws up all these things about, well, I don't know, like, how are we going to make that happen? Is that even possible? All these things. But yeah, when it's in the past, you can start to say, how did it happen and see the path super quickly. So I think that's awesome. Yeah. Love yeah, it. like gives you freedom to make up paths that you didn't even knew existed, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you just like, I don't even know how it happened, but it did. You know? <laughs> right? But, but yeah. If you're writing that as your plan, that's not a plan. You know, you're like, we're going to go here. I have no idea how it's going to happen, but we're going to get there. Like, that's not a plan. That's, you know, it's an objective, right? But when you right. do it the other way around, it seems to work out. Yeah. And so for you, because you were a person, I feel like, who needed a like the step-by-step plan. Uh So uh, talk about what a shit, like you talked a little bit, but like that's gotta be a huge shift and open up so much when it's like, I got there and I don't know how I got there, but it happened and I can believe that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's so I'm still wrapping my head around this uh, as like how how I feel about it. (laughs) It's so counter. I mean, like, like you mentioned, it's so counter to the way that I've accomplished things in the past you know I mean the my my last career it's you know exactly what needs to be done and you know exactly how the how it's going to be done planned step by step it's it's everything's laid out it's it's like what I did for a living you know and so to get to this place where outcomes are or I should say the 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 problems and objectives are a lot more all over the map you know and, and like and kind of a lot of different ways of getting there and you have the freedom to sort of you know, move through any of these things. It's been, it's, it's definitely been a challenge and it's still a challenge to, to sort of just let it, let it happen and let it all materialize. Mm-hmm. But I think the, the, it just keeps sort of like the universe or whoever's doing this, like however this all works <laughs> out, this kind of keeps putting it back in my face with like, well, as soon as I relax on something and kind of let go, you know, in your terminology, like, don't control the how, you know, and just kind of let things materialize, they pop up and I see it much more clearly now, you know, I mean, it's, it's very easy to see this stuff as it just starts to lay out. And I'm kind of, I'm slowly but surely letting go of that need to have this, this sort of structured and, and, and finite plan of how I'm going to get somewhere. Um, that being said, though, the, I've kind of found a new way to think about planning in general, because I I do think at least for the way that my brain works, needing to have a detailed plan of action is, is still there. Mm -hmm. You know, I I still, I like that as a tool, but there's something that, and it's 
if it's not obvious, I'm having a hard time putting words to it. <laughs> but there, there's something about just trusting that it's going to work out and letting the plan sort of develop one step at a time. Yeah. And what I'm finding is that if you look back when it's all over and you look at the plan, you know, so you wrote down every step as they, as it came up, mm -hmm. it looks like a pretty detailed plan. You know, you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I see how you got here. You made this plan and you followed it. But in reality, I think what's taking place is you're just, you're just sort of, um, keeping track of the steps <laughs> as they show up and you know, and you're like, Oh, okay, well, this this. Well, let's do this. It's this or this. Let's do this. And next thing you know, it looks like you've created this plan. So, while it's, it's still a great tool and it's a great thing to have around, what I'm finding is that the, the, the plan shows up, <laughs> you know, somewhere, <laughs> along the, somewhere along the line, you know, and the way that I'm doing things just sort of a, from a business structure perspective is much more about like milestones and benchmarks, you know, that are, that are somewhere along this winding road as opposed to every step in between. Mm. I love that. So I think what you're saying is it's a little bit spread out. Like you're not looking necessarily at that, that next number or how do I hit maybe my next monthly goal, but you're seeing those milestones along the way, um, maybe a little further spread out in the wines and all of that on the path. Yeah. Yeah. And specifically, I guess, you know, so using the, the whatever number for like a quarterly number that you're looking to hit instead mm -hmm. of, what I would do in the past would be like, okay, so to hit that number, then that means that this week I have to hit this and next week I have to hit this and the week after that I have to do this. And instead what's materializing is that the goal is there and this week I might hit three times what I needed to hit and next mm -hmm. week I get nothing at all. And then, you know, and that doesn't, it's not a problem for me anymore. Right. Like they used to be, <laughs> it used to be like, <laughs> Yay. Oh, too much work this week, you know, and, oh no, what am I, you know? <laughs> and uh, so I guess, I mean, it really, at the end of the day, it comes down to trust in the process, you know, mm -hmm. and, and that process is what I, what I mean by process is the, the process of moving from A to B in whatever it is that you're doing, you know, and that, that could look like a lot of different things. Fundamentally, just trusting that, you know, as long as you keep taking the next step, you're going to get there. Uh, I love it. That's awesome. Vanessa, do you have anything to add on to sort of that? that new way of business or you what know, it's like? I, the only thing I would just add is, you know, for listeners out there, because I know a lot of women are drawn to do this work. I think probably more so than men. Is mm -hmm. that probably a fair statement, Cassie? Yeah. I mean, definitely in my work for sure. Yeah. yeah. In your work. So I, I would just really encourage women to maybe share this podcast or share Adam's point of view, because I think it really makes a huge difference for men to get this thing, to get what Adam's talking about. And it gives such a nice context and sort of space for women and men to operate from, to create this abundance together. And I just think it's really cool. And I'm really proud of Adam because I think it's easy just to, you know, double down on your thought process and the way that you've had success in the past. Mm -hmm. And I, I just, I really want to commend him for like doing this work and being open to like changing fundamentally the way he thinks about things in order to be available for something even greater. It's just so cool. Oh, shucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. It, it really awesome. is. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Cause in the beginning, like I, I know the work works, right. But, and yeah. 
but you never know how much somebody's going to embrace it or are they really yeah. going to like as you're doing it like how much are they really stepping into it and i think for sure like adam you showed up and you did the work and it's so fun to hear you talk about it now and and to hear you put it in the perspective of like okay and this is how it fits into like the way i've always done things like i can look right. back and i can see that path and and yeah it's amazing i love it yeah. And I think that's a really good point probably to hover on is that I think, you know, everything that we do is, is a tool in the toolbox, so to speak, you know, and, and you just have to keep accumulating tools, you know, <laughs> and just know when, 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 what tool is right for what. And I mean, and that is, that's, I think exactly what it's come down to for me and the, the planning process for everything that we're doing is that I have some tools that are really good for this aspect of it. And now from the work with you, I have this whole other set of tools that helps fill in the gaps and like relieves the pressure in a lot of ways of getting through it, you know? Yeah. How do you think that, and this is for both of you, that sort of relief of pressure and the seeing things more the same, like more the same path, how is that going to help you grow exponentially? You know, I think the biggest thing is that our life is so much lighter and more joyful and more fun now because of this, like Adam said, the relief of pressure. And, you know, I think that a lot of us can create success in a lot of different ways. And so just being able to create it in this way, in this playful, fun, sweet and, and just genuine way just makes you want to do more of it. You know, I think it, it gives us more sustainability in our business because if you don't love what you're doing or you're suffering or it's, you know, it's a point of contention for you or your spouse or whatever it is, you're just not going to sink your heart and soul into it. You're not going to put the hours and the energy and the love into it. But when you have this sense of playfulness and lightness and freedom and a way to self-express within the process of your business, I just think it gives you such a greater potential for really creating whatever the hell you want, you know? I, and I think that for us, like nothing is out of reach now. There, even if we can't see exactly how it's going to happen, we're very clear that it's just all, all we have to decide is what it is we want to create that's really the, the big decision. It's not about how we're going to get there or controlling all of that. It's just what do we want to create? And I think that that is so cool in terms of, you know, your company being a, a place for total freedom of self-expression. Absolutely. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I want to work there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it really is, um, there, there's a level of, or at least for, for me, there's a level of like looking at this, like a game, you know mm -hmm. I mean? And obviously it's, it's kind of an important game and it's more important to others. Probably, you know, some people might be incredibly important and so they might take it a little bit more seriously, but I think the more that you can look at it, look at the whole picture, like a game that you're playing, Mm -hmm. instead of a thing that has to be done that it, it just becomes it becomes easier you know and and especially in like one of the dynamics that Vanessa and I have is is working together in business and in our personal relationship there's a lot of things that can muddy the waters you know when we're talking about business or when we're talking about personal stuff and, and there's something about being able to 
have the lightness and playfulness around what it is that we're doing that enables us to brush off, you know, kind of any number of things that might otherwise spin us out and create some sort of cold war, you know, <laughs> at, at home. And it's, it's just a much easier way of going about it, you know, and I don't know, I don't know if that's coming across, but there's like, there's a, there's a playfulness to the way that we move through our business dealings now that, yeah. that just enables the rest of our life to, to move much more smoothly, you know, or take awesome. things seriously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I love it. So, um, speaking of the playfulness, Vanessa, I know you have a total, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So let's like, let's have fun with that. Total. So, so this is my total. It was $67,505. And, um, and Adam has <laughs> some additional <laughs> amount that is <laughs> going to remain undetermined. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you know, I, and I, told, I was saying this before we went live, Cassie, is that I still keep track, even though we're, um, you know, quote unquote, not doing the same coaching program or whatever I'm still mm -hmm. keeping track because I love this tool I love the fact that there's a place on my phone where whenever something magical around money happens I acknowledge it and I write it down and it is it's there it's like I'm noticing it and I'm honoring it and I'm celebrating it because I think it's really cool to actually celebrate if it's $2 that I save on dog food or if it's, you know, $2,000 a $2,000 sale, like it doesn't matter. I get excited because I know the magic of abundance is in each of those things. Yes. Um, I want to ask Adam about evidence in a minute, but um, so because we had a conversation in the beginning and we talked about this a little bit before we started recording about, mm -hmm. you were like, what do I count? Mm -hmm. And um, so we would talk a little bit more about that because I think it's such a powerful conversation and what came out of it is such powerful growth. And, and it's, it's this result of like on my phone, I see all of this abundance. Yeah, actually, if I were to maybe summarize like the most important thing that happened for me during this coaching, it might be within the context of this, this particular thing, because we, you know, when we, when you own your own business, you know, counting extra money, quote unquote, that comes in is, can be difficult because you're like, well, is that sale really extra? Because obviously I have that thing on my website, it's available for sale. So like, that's not really extra if something, somebody buys it, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> or, you know, so there were all these little ways that my mind was trying to rationalize why something wasn't extra. So I was almost trying to disprove the magic, like, mm -hmm. oh, well, that's not really magic because of course that sale could happen or of course right. this thing could happen. And, and so I was operating from this place of like, someone had to drop a million dollars in my lap in order for me to notice that it was like, it, you know, something special had happened. <laughs> and, and I think that, you know, the problem with that, it, I mean, it's not right or wrong, but for me, the problem with that was that I needed something so mind blowing and huge. I couldn't have gratitude until something was like huge. Mm -hmm. And instead of celebrating every single little small win and every single little magical thing that was around every corner, I was looking at those and going, well, you're not that magical. 
that's not that cool. And so I just decided at some point with obviously help from you and the coaching and the process, I just decided to inverse that method and just celebrate every single thing. If it felt even like slightly, you know, slightly different than what, how I thought it would be, or even slightly of a surprise or whatever it was, I just started celebrating it all. And it just seemed like once I did that, there was just more and more to celebrate all the time and more and more magic kept pouring in. And so I just really think that, you know, what are they, what's the term? Like, um, whatever you, I don't know what the term is, but like what you focus on, you know, is you get more of. Yeah. And so like that story for me has really stuck. And now I just, every little win I get every little thing, you know, even from just finding a, a dollar in my drawer, whatever it is, I'm like, Woohoo! You would think I had that million dollar <laughs> bag of money dropped in my lap because it's, I feel like that's the energy behind every single one of those moments. Love it. That's awesome. Yes. And I'd like to point out all this abundance coming in with more joy, more fun, like lighter. And I think that was the key. And one of the things that I had said to you guys in the beginning is I didn't actually know, like, during the the first part, like, would we have a ton of more money that we could track come in? But I, but I knew, and my intention for you is that the money can come in and it can be easier. Yes. That was a huge part of it is that getting rid of the story of that more money means more suffering, more work, more stress, more discomfort, all of those things that we had equated more money to, which was just a made up story. I mean, yeah. it, it was just inherited from a combination of poorly informed relatives <laughs> that raised us. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's to- like, that's just how it happens, right? We learn right. people yeah. were raised by and we don't, they do their very best and they're trying to teach you the very best they know. But, you know, you just get this sort of mishmash of fear and, you know, nervousness and worry and all these things compiled into how you run your money story. And it just needed to be just, uh, d- disassembled. Yeah. I love that. Um, Adam, do you have anything to add to that about? Yeah. <laughs> I just a story came to mind. So we were we were recently in Costa Rica and visited my dad who lives down there, and we were talking about I don't even know what we we're to just I think so, something about this and how we're doing our business and all this kind of stuff. And we were talking about how happy we are with our business. And my dad says something, I'm paraphrasing. But he's like, "Yeah, this whole uh, enjoying what you do thing is new, you know." And he's like, "You think about like my dad and my so my grandparents." He's like. That, that just didn't even cross their mind. He's like, and it's because it's not because they didn't like want it or whatever. He's like, but all the jobs then suck. You know, he's like, there were, there were good jobs. And you think about it and it's like, no, it's probably really true. You know, if you're dealing with people who are coming out of the depression mm-hmm. or even just, you know, um, industrial America in the early years, the jobs were not like, woohoo, coal mine. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, nobody was super pumped on that. Like there was the people who could eke out some level of like, you know, I don't know. I don't There's probably, I'm sure people have pride in what they were doing, but like yeah. level of stoke. I've dreamed of this since I was a little kid kind of <laughs> stuff, you know, just didn't really exist. And now it does. So it's interesting to, to think about, you know, for people who were raised by the generation of parents 
that we have, which are, mm-hmm. what are they? Are they baby boomers? Yeah. 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 You know, the, the odds are you're getting some lingering leftover thought process and mindset from a time that is fundamentally different than now, mm-hmm. you know, and I think yeah. it's, it's, yeah, it's worth noting. You know, there's nothing wrong with you if you have these beliefs. You know, they're probably there for a good reason. And you can certainly go out and find all sorts of evidence as to why they're true. But it doesn't have to stay that way. You know. Exactly. So important. It doesn't have to stay that way. I love that. <laughs> um, so speaking of evidence, so Adam didn't necessarily track the money, but he tracked tons of evidence. So do you want to talk a little bit about that and what yeah. that did for your mindset? Yeah, totally. So the, and I don't know why, honestly, I don't know why the money thing didn't, I just didn't do it. Like I didn't, I just didn't track <laughs> at all. But the, um, but the evidence on the other hand was something that yeah, I picked up really quickly and it, and I think it was very helpful for me. And so what that really looked like was just instead of, and, and I think for me, it's probably even more important because I had a sort of cynical tendency around this sort of stuff where you know, just make up an example, but we'd get an unexpected order for a retreat, somebody that wasn't like in our warm market that were, had been, you know, fundamentally selling to, and you're like, who is this person, you know, that shows up <laughs> at a spot in a retreat? And I would, there'd be a tendency for me to go, oh, well, you know, they must've heard us somewhere, or, you know, just sort of write it off as sort of a, it doesn't mean anything. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it doesn't, doesn't mean you're successful at this just because somebody you've never heard of paid a whole bunch of money to come at, to one of your events, you know? And, and so there was like this mindset around that, that I think looking for the evidence, looking for, for those sort of things as, wow, this is working as opposed to don't make it mean anything was a really big shift for me, you know? And so I found it in, in every little thing. So like Vanessa mentioned, you know, you get, you go with this place, we buy dog food. We're part of some kind of rewards program and uh, we don't really understand the rules, but sometimes they're like, sweet, you got a $16 credit. You're like, awesome. <laughs> you know? yes. and, and, and so just that little shift, you're like, that's super cool. All right. Yeah, this is, this is working, you know, and every little thing like that, it was a lot easier for me to just make note of it mentally and then jot down some cryptic, you know, something about it later. And I think that that sort of, repetitive use because you can find 50 things a day that mm-hmm. you can probably count as evidence you know and so i think for me what was super effective about it was that it just happened all the time and so then it just shifted the way that i looked at this stuff you know and yeah and it's, it's kind of weird to think about it. i haven't really talked about this at all but like fundamentally that sort of cynical concept around it, like doesn't even ring for me anymore like just even giving you that example, I'm like, God, did I used to think about it that way? <laughs> but it's really true, you know. But it, it is true. Like that was that that was something that I would say. You know, that was like yeah. A story now, not so much. I love that because what I thought about when you shared that example was just recently. It wasn't just somebody came and like got a retreat. Like they bought like four spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like that you had no idea who they were. You know, they weren't they weren't interacting with you on a continual basis. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Which I love. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's which I love. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But this is again, like just, you know, going back to like what the implications for your business are. It's like, it's magical. Like now we have magic yeah. in our business where it's like these things can happen and we're like, 
holy cow, this is awesome. You know, and obviously you're working super hard. We have a podcast and we're, do, you know, we're doing all the business things. It's not like it literally is that. I mean, well, it is magic, but it's not like we don't know how it's happening, right. but it's like, it's just so cool that you can be in the magic of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that. Um, so, and that kind of brings us, so part of all this, and when we started working together, it was like, we really want business coaching and the step-by-step. And I said, okay, before that, we have to lay this foundation mm-hmm. before we can do any of that. And otherwise we're, we're, I don't know what we're creating, right? We're sort of just kind of, we just yes. be like stacking some things on top of each other. Right. Mm-hmm. And what I love about you guys, and I'm excited to share is that what happened was that you opened up and you found the perfect business coach for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. I think, you know, I, I, it really was, I think that like what you're saying is that, you know, we couldn't have just painted over like cracked paint or whatever. Like mm-hmm. you have to like sand the wall, prime the wall, like get everything back to sort of this malleable place where, and and that's really what our work with you was, was like actually bringing us to a place where someone could even work with us, you know, because someone could have come in and just been working with our old stories, our old thought processes, our, um, you know, dismissiveness or negativity or whatever was there. And we could have created from that place, but it would not have been as powerful. It wouldn't have been as activated. And it would have been from a place of a lot more fear. And I think that just moving into this place where we're really activated and really feeling grounded and powerful and magnetic in our money story brought more and more abundance. And I mean, this coaching from someone who actually runs retreats, which is what we do and what we're out to really keep expanding on, you know, just landed in our lap. And, and so I think it's just one of those things where the attraction again, once you're, Mm -hmm. once you're available for that vibration, then you can start attracting that. And so, yeah, we hadn't attracted it yet because we weren't there. We weren't a viable attraction for that kind of energy. And, and so now we are, and that, I mean, this is one scenario for it, but like it's happening in so many other places that it's just undeniable that it's so important to do this preliminary work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I, I can say like from, from my part, uh, there's, <clears throat> so when you're, when you're looking at balance sheets and, and P&Ls and all of this kind of stuff in your, in your business and probably one of the most like fear-based graphs out there is your churn rate, <laughs> you know, and you, you look at these things and if you don't have the, if you don't have the foundation to, to be able to not just get stuck in the cynicism and this is talking specifically for me, it, it would be very, very easy would have been and, and was very easy to get into those sheets and look at all of the reasons why things aren't working mm-hmm. instead of being able to go into those sheets and see I mean, you still see what needs to be polished up and what needs, you know, the areas that, that need work or that need to get cut off or, or whatever, but the mindset around it and that lack of cynicism around it is critical for objectively looking at the, the raw data that you have about your business. And I think for me, that's probably like the number one thing, you know, from a, from like just aside from there's so many benefits to just my personal life, but just from like the managing and running your own business perspective, 
if you can't look at this data objectively, you might really be setting yourself up for a lot of misery and hair pulling and gray hair and, you know, just like stress around something that, you know, the numbers are the numbers, you know, but if you can look at them from this other perspective, it's going to be a lot more fun. <laughs> you know? and, and, and you won't, I would assume that you're, you're not nearly as prone to burnout and fatigue and just kind of giving up, you know, and there's, um, we just went and watched a, a movie, the Think and Grow Rich movie last mm. night at a premiere. And one of the stories, I read that book a long time ago, but one of the stories that came out that I really remembered was the story about the guy that was a gold miner and he stopped like three feet from gold, right? He dug, he dug and dug and dug and dug and dug and finally gave up and then the boss sold everything and the guy came in and dug three more feet and struck gold. And I think that is a real tendency if your mind is sort of stuck in a, in a, a place of cynicism or a place of, um, what's the opposite of abundance? Mm, lack. What do you call it? The lack. lack. Yeah, but the yeah. scarcity. scarcity the, yeah. the, when you're talking about mindsets, right? In a mm -hmm. scarcity mindset, when you're looking at like, oh my God, everything we have is almost gone. And according to these numbers, next month is going to be gone. You know, the, there's a real tendency to stop, mm -hmm. you know, or to retreat or to pull back on something. And, and I think if you can shift that mindset around and look at the things that are going right, and adjust and a comp, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, this is a little weird, but over here, everything's great, you know, <laughs> going, you know, you're three feet from gold. Yeah. I love that. It's so, and it's so true because there is, and I think even from a business perspective, generally, um, sort of like those old stories, like the misinformed stories from your ancestors, a lot of times you're taught to look at those business numbers and go fix things instead of mm -hmm. look at like, this is working, how do we amplify that? Right, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, I think that's so true. And I think that, um, you know, we just, mm, maybe I completely forgot my, <laughs> lost it. <laughs> I was like, something super profound to say and it totally left my brain. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm sure yeah. it'll come back. It will, um, for sure. Yeah. So while you're, while it's coming back, I will say I'm super excited for you guys because I do agree with everything you said, Vanessa, like you are ready. You're at this attraction point to go take this, you know, go do what's the next step and, and make your business bigger and even more joyful and more fun and touch more people's lives, which is super exciting because I know the work you guys do in the world and that's awesome. Um, so tell everybody how they can connect with you all if they want more of your goodness and want to continue to see your journey. Mm. Yeah. So be the wellness is our website and, um, be spelled like a honeybee. So it's B E E the wellness. And we have our podcast, which is also be the wellness wherever you listen to podcasts or, uh, you can visit our website and we have all of the shows linked there. And Cassie's actually been on the show twice, so you can check out her episodes. Um, and Instagram is probably our most, uh, where we're most prolific about creating content. <laughs> it's the prettiest place to see what we've ever done. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, you know, it's cool because especially we do a lot of events and retreats, so you can kind of get a feel for the vibe of the retreats and some of the places we go to and just sort of the... I don't know, just the general overall energy of what we're creating. Um, and we have, you know, programs and offerings and strength and conditioning, meditation, nutrition, um, you know, sort of a holistic approach to your health and well-being. 
and that's all on be the wellness.com so you can check that out but um i did remember what i was going to say earlier yay <laughs> <laughs> and that is and i think this is kind of a good like closing um as well is you know the difference i think overall for us in everything that happens now is whether something that happens is quote unquote good or bad we see it as good mm -hmm. and i think that that's the biggest difference for us is that even if something that comes at us like oh this was unexpected it's an unexpected bill or it's an unexpected you know cancellation or it's a whatever unexpected something we just have this feeling of like why is this happening for us instead of why is this happening to us and i think that's the diff the biggest difference for us is that we've kind of gotten rid of bad things happening and you know it doesn't mean that they won't be challenging or there won't be difficult you know negotiations or things that have to be done around those things but we just don't see it as as a negative anymore and i think that that's the biggest turning point for us personally and for the fate of our company i love that yes. um yeah <laughs> that's, that's awesome i know that's huge that changes everything right it I changes mean, everything it yeah it really does yeah i love that any uh final thoughts wrap up from you adam i think um you know to, to kind of tap into what vanessa was saying earlier when she was saying how cool i am <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring it back to that. Let's just hover on that for a minute. That was, <laughs> if, if you don't mind. Um, but, but really, I, I would just encourage men, if there are any listening, and for people who, um, you know, who might have a man in their life who would be interested to listen, that it, it, really, is, it really is very important. You know, it's, it's important work on so many aspects of, of what you've got going on. And I think that the the changes you know we see this a lot in our coaching that people will come to us for something they come to us they're like i you know need to lose 20 pounds because i'm gonna go to hawaii or whatever but what they find over the course of the coaching is that what they really got out of it is like yes they maybe they they met that goal very likely that they met that goal but along the way they discovered some things about themselves you know mm -hmm. and those things are going to change the way that they do their life forever. You know, and I, I would say it's the exact same thing with, with your coaching. And so we came in with a very specific goal and, and idea. And as you kind of alluded to earlier, the question, the questions that we had aren't really even questions anymore. You know what I mean? Like we've moved through this in a way that now our outlook and, and the way that we sort of move through life is just, such that the things we thought were important that we needed to know, we don't, you know? And so you, <laughs> you never know what it is that you're going to get from something like this, I guess is what I'm trying to get at. So if you're like, oh, my money story is solid. I'm, you know, this and that and everything's squared away and I'm all good. You're like, well, maybe there's something else you might uncover, you know, and maybe you could be that much better. Or like you said, maybe it could be that much easier. So I would just say do it, mm -hmm. I guess, in short. I love that. Yeah. And one other thing, Cassie, if you don't mind, I <laughs> know one more thing, one more thing. No, keep. Yeah. I love but it. <laughs> I just want to take a moment to acknowledge what an incredible coach you are. Um, yeah. and I think that, you know, Adam and I consider ourselves to be high level coaches. And by that, I mean, we're, we scrutinize people's process. Like we're very, mm -hmm. um, I don't know, very leery of people's process and how they coach. And, and both of us, 
are profoundly impressed with who you are as a person, how you coach and the process you take people through. And it, you know, I, I hope it comes as a weighted review because we really don't give that out to everyone. We really are very particular about, you know, who we would endorse or who we would just, you know, unabashedly refer people to or, or what have you. And you honestly are an incredible coach who has the ability to very distinctly pull out what's there for people and help them work through it. And it is a, a beautiful gift that you're sharing. And we're just so grateful for you and so grateful for the, the contribution you've made to us and that you're making to people's lives. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> Adam, would you like to add to that? <laughs> Don't worry, Cassie, I got you. <laughs> no, I think, I mean, it's, it's really true. And it's, it's, uh, it's a unique gift, you know, to be able to, to do this. And we talk about it all the time in the group calls. And just watching you when people present their problems and they come up with this and they come up with that and you just pick through it individually, you know, and yeah. it's like after you watch for a little while, like it's always the person asking the question who gets it last. You know what I mean? Like everybody else is like, oh, I, I know where she's going with this. You know? But you, you nail it. You do a very, very, very good job. And we're, we're very thankful to have been uh, a part of it. Awesome. Oh, thank you for sharing that, like both of those. And I know that because you guys are amazing and the work you do in the world is so transformative. And so that is a huge, huge compliment that I'm going to receive. So thank you very much. Thank you for letting me be part of your journey. We do have uh, one more interview coming up where Adam and Vanessa get asked me all the questions, yes. Yes. <laughs> which I'm, yeah, I'm excited about because you've interviewed me before and this is like after you've gone through the program. So it's going to be even more fun. Yeah, I totally agree. And we're really excited to turn the table. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, it'll be great. I love it. Well, thank you guys for joining me today. Thank you all for listening. Make sure to check out Adam and Vanessa at be the wellness, be the wellness.com because they've got some really cool stuff uh, going on. If you've ever wanted yeah. a trip of a lifetime, like go there, <laughs> go, go to their <laughs> website and pick it out and decide to do it because awesome. Yes. Awesome. Thanks, Cassie. We appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you both. And um, we will talk to you soon. Of course, we will follow up and, and see what's happening in the new year. And uh, of course, we have one more interview. So thank you, guys. Thank you for joining us on The More Money Show. To learn more about enrolling in the Enchanted Circle, go to CassieParks.com.